Up For It with Courtney Ammenhauser. The best of the week. My name is Courtney Ammenhauser. I hope your Monday morning is pretty lovely so far. And if not, it might get a little bit lovelier right now. I used to feel like I'm tripping, not gripping, but slipping through distant rooms never again. I have a very special guest joining me in the studio. You would have heard their music played on FBI radio a bunch over the last couple of years and maybe even caught them playing live in Sydney. This week you can catch them at Dalo Sessions, but right now Imbi is in the studio. Good morning, Imbi. Good morning. Thanks for coming on the show this morning. What a special moment to have here in the studio. Truly, thank you for having me. Of course. Now, let's start at the beginning because you sang a lot when you were a kid, right? Yes. Yeah, and you even uh, created some tunes with your siblings. Oh my goodness. Wow, (laughs) you've done research. (laughs) I want to know though, um, when you started to kind of get a bit more serious, was that in year nine you started to... Yeah, well, I I started getting involved in like school musicals and stuff like that. Yeah, um, which at the time, you know, there I was like internally conflicted because I was like, oh my god, is this really uncool? <laughs> but in hindsight, I'm so glad that I did that. Um, but yeah, what, like in terms of pursuing music in mm. a quote unquote professional way, that only came after school. Mm. But I had big dreams. <laughs> oh, I love that. Back in high school, when you did start kind of writing. Um, spoken word poetry and things like that. Do you remember what you were writing about back then? Oh, my God. Just existential angst, hey. I remember I would, like, wait for my mum to go out at night and then I would, like, sit in our backyard. I made her bring home this um, dysfunctional, like, elliptical bike (laughs) and I would sit on it and I would chain smoke cigarettes and write this, like, angsty poetry. Whoa, that is a real mood. Oh, yeah. It was a whole whole vibe, you know, (laughs) curated to a T. Heck, yeah. Would you do it at night time? I'm yeah. picturing it at night, yeah. Yeah, yeah, under the moon. Yeah, like, the cigarette is like wafting yeah, in the exactly. darkness. Exactly, you can see all the smoke, no lights on, so yeah. like the handwriting is almost illegible. Um, <laughs> it wasn't practical, but it, it um, yeah, it was it was a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> it really sounds like it. Um, you mentioned that you got uh, involved in school musicals. Yes. Um, I have heard that you had a bit of an affinity with a particular musical soundtrack when you were a kid. Oh my god. (laughs) Yes! I mean... Huge! Huge! I was obsessed! Can you tell me about it? What was it that the Moulin Rouge soundtrack really uh, struck a chord with? Oh, it was like something deep within me. Like, you can get down to this song like no other track you know there's some <laughs> i think it might be like the baseline or something that just like hits so hard yeah um and my dad showed my sibling and i Moulin rouge when we were like way too young so <laughs> it really like stuck in my head i don't know if that's like light trauma or something but like the good kind i don't, <laughs> I don't know but... it was memorable yes exactly uh, when i did see that i was looking at the rest of the soundtrack because obviously this song lady marmalade is you know the hit single yeah. the amazing collab yeah um but there's other really huge artists on there. Oh, yeah. It's Fatboy Slim, David Bowie. Oh, yeah. David Bowie's cover of Nature Boy is one of my favourite songs ever. Like, huge. Favourite things ever, ever. And Come What May um, is, like, the track that my sibling and I will, like, sing to each other to remind each other how much we love each other. Oh, Imbi. Yeah, it's really... This soundtrack <laughs> is, like, it really hits. 
It's really getting it means a lot to us. Yeah, I mean, I was so excited when I found that. I was like, hell yeah, Lady Marmalade, let's do this. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> what about more recently? Who are the artists and or musical soundtracks that have kind of been inspiring you? I've definitely, like, had a... Because one of the musicals I did in high school was Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, yeah. So I've had, like, a a reprise of that, sort of visiting that soundtrack again, which has been gorgeous. But um, I've been listening to a lot of Nora Jones recently. Nice. Um, sort of the, the classics like that. Um, yeah, just trying to, like... I feel like I went through a phase in COVID where I was missing the, you know, warehouse parties and raves so much that all I could do was listen to like drum and bass and like all this really fast paced music. Um, and now I'm just tired. <laughs> I just got to have someone serenade to me like sweetly, you know? Yeah, you want that like Sunday brunch, yes. slow, safe. Exactly. Nora Jones cradle. Exactly. Just like hold me, Nora Jones. <laughs> Please. You're know? <laughs> <laughs> you mentioning just there, you know, during COVID, obviously, uh, you're missing that, that warehouse party and all of that. Yeah. What does the music community mean to you as an, an artist? Oh, my God. I mean, it means everything. Hey, mm. um... It's like it's like support, it's affirmation, it's validation. It's the um it's the antidote to imposter syndrome when you can like sit around with other musicians and like you know speak about your insecurities and vulnerabilities um as musicians in the uh scene of so-called Australia. Mm. Um it's been really hard to like not have any of those conversations and I didn't even realize how much of a toll it had taken on me until you know, I got up on stage for the first time last week and um, until I started having conversations with musicians again at like a few social gatherings that have been happening. Um, but yeah, it means a lot. Mm. Yeah, And having that moment of like, oh yeah, this is part of me. Fully, yeah. fully. That was a huge thing. Because last year I was ready to give up on music. Like I was ready to just be like this. I can't do this by myself. I can't make this work especially not in the you know political climate slash just like global health climate that we had last year Mm. so I was ready to walk away and then getting up on stage last week it was just this huge like oh goodness I am so glad I didn't do that because it it being on stage nourishes me in ways that nothing else ever can Mm. and I can't keep pretending like that's not a thing (laughs) yeah yeah that's so true isn't it like you can try and be like I'll be fine but actually it's bigger than that yeah (laughs) actually my mental health was like not good Mm. you know yeah well I'm so glad you haven't given up and you've got a show coming up this week which we're gonna find out more about after we take a listen to this track by Imbi this is I Used To featuring Super Ego having a good old, you know, reminisce about Moulin Rouge, all of the good things in Mm. life. Uh, (laughs) I've uh, seen some cryptic clues on Instagram, Imbi, about a new project you might be working on. Look, I don't want you to reveal too much, (laughs) but I've seen Slimset get tagged. Mm. Is there anything you can tell us without getting... (sighs) 
oh, in a twist. I love that you <laughs> asked me this because I'm like, I'm good at keeping secrets when they don't have to do with me. Uh-huh. Um, but I will be good at keeping this secret because it's about more than just me. I will say <laughs> that it's like something is coming that I think is maybe one of my favorite things I've ever worked on. Um, it's like completely different to what you've heard from me in the past. Um, and it slaps like, yeah, it just really, it's a really, yeah, that's all I can say. <laughs> I will not press you anymore. I respect that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for sharing. I'm so excited. Uh, you're really building the hype. So when it comes, people are going to be ready for it. Heck yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of collaborations, I mean, in the past, you've worked with a bunch of different artists. Mm. Um, you know, on that track, we just heard Super Ego. You've worked with Alice Ivy and Genesis Awusu. Yeah. Um, I know you've told us what you can about this project. Yeah. Are there any other collaborations coming up that you have, you know, that you can talk about? Yeah. Um, well, I think I'm, I'm like collaborating with a bunch of different artists at the moment. I'm trying really hard to uh, concentrate mostly on collaborations this year. I think um, last year, obviously, we didn't have the option to collaborate in person mm -hmm. um, and I really, really missed that. And I realized this year how um, how beautiful collaboration is and how beneficial, mutually beneficial it is for you know all artists involved. So I'm really putting an emphasis on that this year. Um, I think there's a few really exciting collaborations coming up. I can't say too much yep. on any of them, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I'll tell you about them off air. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to be a really big year for collabs. I'm super hype. Yeah, I love what you're saying there about you know, last year not being able to collab in person. So it's yeah. really like stepping it up this year, bring back that connection. Fully. I think everyone just like the creative energy that you feel when you're connecting with another person and working on a project together. I mean, it's such a vulnerable space to be in. You have to really trust yourself and trust the other person and, and like feel safe enough to bounce ideas around. And when you find that flow and you find that sort of um, vibe, I, I, yeah, I feel like it, it's... Um, it feels like nothing else, you know. It's something really special about that. Yeah. Oh, it's so exciting. Mm. Uh, you're playing at Darlo Sessions this week. Yes. What can people expect from your show? Oh, you can expect some really nourishing energy. You can expect some poetry. You can expect some classic songs. You can expect some newer tracks. Um, and you can expect the live set to be completely different to what you've seen before. I've uh, reimagined it. Uh, the uh, Talia, who was playing saxophone for me before, left to do her own solo project called Teddy. Just a little shout out to Teddy. Um, <laughs> but now I've got a different ba band accompanying me, and it sounds amazing. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to show people and to share that with everyone. Hear what you think. Heck yeah. Mm. Um, you were saying earlier that you were able to catch Jamaica Moana performing yeah. the other week at Dalo Sessions. What's it like, uh, you know, seeing live music centred on a stage like the Eternity Playhouse? It's um, surreal. <laughs> it's really, like, ethereal, especially, like, to see Jamaica and what they bring to a set and, and how they carry themselves on stage. I was like holy moly, mm. um, really floored, like on the edge of my seat the whole time, just like yelling. I, there were two moods. I was either on the seat, uh, on the edge of my seat, like yelling, or I was like 
close to tears because yeah. it was so deeply um, moving and you know Jamaica has such like a strong energy and strong presence um, but I'm I yeah the whole time I was just really excited to get up there myself and see what I can do with the space yeah <clears throat> it is a really incredible space and I was at that show as well the crowd was electric oh yeah yeah it was so good <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else is happening for 2021? Before I let you go, is there anything else that is in the pipeline? I mean, you've already spoken about lots of things. Yeah. But is there anything else you want to let us know about? I will say um, August is going to be a really big month. Okay. That's all I'll say. You heard it here first. Lock that in your diary. <laughs> August yeah. for Imbi. Yeah. Well, if you want to catch Imbi playing this week at Darlow Sessions, there'll be a link on our website. Just head to fbiradio.com. Com, and I reckon it's going to be a freaking excellent time. So, both. hell yeah, <laughs> Imbi, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Your fire was smoldering through Tried to reach out Like Stewie's head fell askew And I knew I'd never be your family guy Mama, I'm sorry You deserve better I am just growing No, you don't understand But I am hopeful That in the future You'll start to see the plan for all that it is and not who I was Cause I've outlived that, I have outgrown that When will you see that, when will you know that Maybe, maybe, maybe in the next life Maybe, maybe, maybe This was produced by FBI Radio in Sydney FBIRadio.com 